Well, good morning. It is Michael Costello and and Eric Fritz. We are the Morning Burrito. Thank you for joining us today. It Can you is, believe it? It is December, man. It's December. And what week is this? It's the first week of Christmas season. As first far week as I, of Christmas season. That's that's the way I look at it. At yeah. least. Well, are you sh- are you done shopping? <laughs> no. Yeah. Not okay. even close. All right. I'm not either. So so tell me. Uh, you know, you had uh, Thanksgiving last man, week. Tell me about it was Thanksgiving. Awesome. The expando pants actually work. That's great. That? It was great. Yeah, we we cooked our turkey, and uh, you know, it was. I won't tell you how big it was. It was. Yeah, it was. It was a thirty nine point four pounds. Our turkey. We like grew our, grew our own turkeys, and. Uh, so this was one that we had, and it was like we had to cut it in like three pieces just to get it in our our ovens. But anyway, it was good. Turned out That's good. That's a lot of turkey for your family. Yeah, we're gonna eat it for um, Christmas, Easter, next Thanksgiving. It's, it's gonna be around a while. <laughs> it's just sitting in the freezer. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, we so, had a, we had a good time as well. Uh, shared some some time with our friends, and it was uh, it was good. It was really nice to to be with friends for seven. And a half, eight hours, something like that. Good. So, what'd you do this weekend? Anything uh, other than well, Thanksgiving? Graydon's back from Australia, so yep. he's living outside in the motorhome, and so that's kind of awkward. Quarantine. So we we do eat in the shop. We turn the kerosene heater on, try to heat that thing up, and and stuff. But uh, yeah, so that's going really well. Uh, we decorated inside, outside, so it's looking good. Um, hey, and the Beavers. The beavers actually won the Civil War this year. I mean, good job, Beavs. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. care. You, well, you need to care because you live in the Northwest now. So you know, th- this this Sunday night, I had to watch my Bears get smoked by the Packers. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, I know. See, <laughs> as much as you don't care about the Bears Packers, I don't care about OU versus uh, the old uh, BBs. How's the kids with Thanksgiving? Oh man, uh, our our little one is she walking? Yet? She's this close, like this close to walking. She did actually. This weekend, which was just really perfect timing, good thing, good thing to be thankful for. Uh, she started saying "Daddy," and uh, that's that's one of the coolest. Melt things. your heart. Oh man, it's it's great. Dada, dada. She probably says it a lot cuter. Probably. <laughs> no, actually, not probably. She does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But no. So yeah, she's great. And then uh, my daughter, you know, the older daughter, she's. She's 10 now, so she's been through this enough that it's just kind of yeah. rote for her. But to, to hear her um, uh, at Thanksgiving, we, had, we talked about her traditions last week. Um, when she talked about what, what she's thankful for, uh, to, to hear the growth in her, the maturity that has grown over these years um, has been really cool to hear. And she now is, is thankful for things that you, know, you w- wouldn't normally think a 10-year-old So would do you be. feel old? Does that make you feel old? A little bit. Actually, what makes me feel old is thinking that, you know, she only has one more year of elementary before she's in my youth group, which... And then the boys come around, you'll be having Thanksgiving with her boyfriends. Yeah, let's not even think of that. Just saying, it's coming. hmm. (laughs) I love it. It's great. Not thankful for that. Okay. That's that's not something I'm well, excited about. So let's let's not talk about that. You know, we've had a lot of people watching our podcast. We have. Um, we have. And yep. have had some great questions from our people. Um, so let me just answer some of those questions that you've sent in uh, or texted or called and, and stuff. But um, some of them want to have, like, the Bible references that we talk about. They want them to see if we can get them posted somewhere. Sure. So we're not set up for that yet, but we're working on it. So uh, we'll get there. Uh, be patient with us on that. And then um, uh, a way for them to uh, to comment live. Yeah, um, we haven't done a live show yet. That's true. So 
that's coming uh, periodically. So uh, just be patient with us. Uh, keep sending your ideas. Call us. Let us know your ideas because uh, we do uh, value your input. So it's been really good. Yeah. And, and once we get past the Christmas season, I think you'll see some things, uh, some new things for the new year that uh, we'll we'll get rolling with for sure. Um, we're still learning as as we go here. This is this is yep. new for us. So yep. Well, today uh, we are going to, as we we promised last week, we are going to talk about the word hope. And hope. Uh, I was I was lucky to be able to preach about this at our church. You did this uh, this last Sunday, and um, I didn't realize how hard this word is to really unpack um, because we live in a time, and we'll get to this more. We'll unpack this thought later, but. Um, we live in a world that there is a lot of hopelessness, and uh, it was kind of a heavy topic. It was a lot heavier than I had initially intended it for for it to be as I uh, wrote my sermon. So uh, let's let's start today. Uh, let's talk about some things. Let's go back to your childhood days. Let's oh, man. let's get in the uh, the time machine from Back to the Future, and let's go back to 1920. Stop. Stop already. Just kidding. Oh, let's, ouch. Let's go back to, to Michigan, to to the, the Great White North, as we called it in Illinois. And uh, let's let's talk about your uh, your childhood. What was something that you, you know, you wrote Santa about, you were so excited, you wanted, you told your parents, this is what I want for Christmas, and you got it. Really, you're going to take me back to Santa's lap? That's oh, what you're yeah, going to do? Yeah, let's do so this. Santa's lap. So I don't know. I think as a kid, I don't remember a whole lot about Santa's lap except for I was terrified. Uh, so one hope was I'd live through the experience and get the candy cane. Those two things. Um, but yeah, I think any kid that sits on Santa's lap, you're full of hope, right? I mean, Santa always asks you, "Hey, what do you want for Christmas?" And your hope is just whatever you tell him, and then you just wait in anticipating, and hopefully it's going to show up underneath your tree. Right. Um, so uh, yeah. So hope. Um, so I think we have. Uh, in my childhood, the idea of hope coming from like the Sears catalog. Um, yeah. 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 Do you have those? Do you remember oh, those? Yeah. The wish list. Yeah. The, the wish, wish list. list. Yeah. And I, I never did the wish book stuff, but the Sears catalog, I'd go through it and I'd like bend the corner of the page over. Oh, yeah. So then I'd give it to mom because mom was the softy. Um, <laughs> Dad, you know, he's like, he's the, he's the dollar guy, but mom's the softy. So the more pages I'd turn, I was hopeful I'd get like, you know, what I want on that page. Some of them. Some of them. Uh, and being the only child, I thought I had a pretty good, you know, way to get at least something that I wanted. Um, <laughs> Spoiled. So, yeah, so I had hope in the Sears catalog was going to really come through for me. Um, and uh, But more than that, I think layaway. Do you folks ever do anything on layaway? Remember, what, Do you even know what layaway is? I do. Um, do they still have layaway? I wonder. I, I don't even know. So. Walmart does. Walmart does? Yeah. You go so, to the customer service thing in the back. Oh, so like layaway, my mom, she'd always, you know, we'd go shopping and, and we'd always have to go through the layaway counter, which, yeah, you're right. It's in the back of the store in some creepy little, little hole somewhere. (laughs) And uh, then you've got the scary worker behind the desk who just fits that, you know, almost Grinch type of thing. And, uh, and mom, she's making these payments, right. For something that she has on layaway, which the concept for me was explaining it to you. They'll keep it. They'll hold it. It's already yours. You have to pay for it before they give it to you. And and but I didn't know what it was. So is it something that it's for me? So I always wanted to go to the store with her in hopes that I'd be able to catch some clue, maybe, of what uh, I'd be getting for Christmas. Hmm. Um, yeah, that never worked out for me that way. But oh. um, but I was always I was excited for layaway. Um, 
and stuff. But I remember uh, I, I was probably in elementary school uh, at the time, but uh, I remember asking my mom and dad. I'd always had like hand-me-down bikes or, um, you know, not-so-nice bikes or whatever. And I remember asking my parents, Mom, Dad, I want a new bike for Christmas. I want a bike. Ooh, bike. Yeah. And uh, I remember under the Christmas tree was the the red, white, red and white Huffy. And uh, it's the one that, you know, I'll tell this story some other day, but where it got stolen at the uh, at the pool, public pool. But uh, the uh, the the brand new Huffy was there with the big old mountain bike tires. And oh, man, it was it was awesome. The hope that I had had for my mountain bike or, well, I mean, really it wasn't a mountain bike, but my Huffy that I had seen at the Kmart, it came. <laughs> Kmart and, Huffy. Uh, yeah, it was a blue light special Kmart, you know, and uh, I got that Huffy and it was it was a great feeling to have my Huffy. I think I think every kid's had their Huffy. Probably. I think so. My Huffy had a banana seat on it. Remember the banana seats? Um, I know what they are, but um, I was. That wasn't your the, era. Yeah. Yeah. Era. They didn't feel real good. They, just they don't look like they felt no, like very good. No, but yeah, cool. Did you, did you ride a girl's bike? I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I think I did own a girl's bike at one point before I realized it was a girl's bike and kids made fun of me. I think that's <laughs> when I, you have I, the angled bar. I, that's I do, how you know. Yeah, I do remember that straight bar. You know, it's a boy's bike. Angle bar, it's a girl's bike. Yeah, I did have one. Which, of those. which honestly, this is a whole topic. For don't judge day. me for having one of those. But shouldn't it have been the other way around? Yeah, right. I mean. A bar like that for a guy, not really a... I know. Not really a smart move by the bicycle manufacturers. <laughs> um, yeah. what, tell us a story about something that you wanted for Christmas. I know you say you don't remember a whole lot, but something you wanted for Christmas that you did not get. Oh, oh I remember a lot about Christmas. Um, but but I think I have... Uh, man, something I did not get. Um, so one of the things that was a tradition in my life was... I knew where mom and dad hid the gifts. So my tradition was I'd go in and I'd sneak a peek and, and tear a corner of the wrapping paper off, right? Off That's the corner. That's the always a good move. You did it, and, and you know you guys did it. Um, but my dad used toothpicks all the time. He always would gnaw on toothpicks. Um, so I would go get toothpicks out of the cupboard, and, and I'd, I'd tear just a little corner off, and I'd pull, you'd stick a toothpick in and, and pull it out and try to see what, what's on the box. Um, and uh, one year... I had um, this uh, fire engine truck that I wanted. It was the metal old Tonka toy type system. Oh, yeah. The big old hook and ladder, you know, that was up there with the bucket. And it had the lights that you push the button and it would just like flash. And I mean, this is like entry level flashing compared to what we have today. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I was so excited that, oh, it's under the tree. It's mine. It's going to be so cool. And come Christmas morning, um, I was able to pick what gifts I wanted to open, and, and I wanted to save that one for the last. I, want, I was like, oh, it's going to be so good to end Christmas on. And because oh, it, was, it was in the Sears catalog. It was one of the pages I flipped over, so I was totally ecstatic about that. And it's probably on layaway um, even. So, um, so I saved it the last, unwrapped it, and uh, it was the box of the fire truck. I was like, oh, sweet. Opened it up. And it was clothes. Oh, no. Oh. Heartbreaking. Yeah, I, I, I still am kind of angry about that. Did your mom ever do the, the underwear and sock thing? Oh, only in the stocking. Oh. 
Talk about stocking and bear. You want to talk about embarrassment gifts? No, 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 no. Stocking no, I, I will, underwear. I will one up you there. So my mom, my mom is the wrapping queen. She's the she's the person that uses all kinds of tape, and she will shutter that box as much as she possibly can just to have the enjoyment of watching you try to open the present and have difficulty because you know somebody who bites their nails trying to tear open a box with a bunch of tape on it is very difficult. Kind of comical. But my mom took it a step further when I got into middle school. My mom began to use the tampon boxes for my gifts. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. That's brutal. Oh, yeah. You you tear off that paper and there's tampax. And I'm like, that's awesome. Okay. But I'll never forget. Going back to your talk, you were talking about the uh, the Sears catalog. So when I was growing up, they had the, the wish list or the wish book is, I think, what they called it. Um, came out right around Thanksgiving and we would go to Sears at the mall and my sister and I, my brother, we would see these wish books right next to the door. And so each one of us would grab one of these and bring them home for a kid. It's like joy on page, just absolute sheer joy. When you look at the pages of this book and I would turn and I'd see something I'd want and I'd circle it. Did you write your name on it? Oh yeah, mine mine had its own name on the top, so we knew this is Michael's yep. wish book. And then then you know the next page, and I just go through this whole book, circling different things. Skip over the Barbie section, and you know all good. That. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> Woo! And uh, you know it even got so bad one year. You went, you went straight to GI Joe, didn't you? GI Joe, uh, Ninja Turtles was a big one. Ugh. Um. We, we started ranking. We had a ranking system for them. So one through five, five being I want it the most, one being I want it, but not that much. And uh, I'll never forget this one year, I wanted two separate things out of the catalog with fives. These were fives. They were, and, and actually, the one I had been asking for this for a few years now, but it had just gotten more to the point where I wanted it so bad. First thing was a uh, UH-1 Huey, like they had in Vietnam. RC helicopter, and this Ooh. thing was was like uh, powered by the two in one oil. So you had your fuel. You put your fuel in it. Yeah. And it, it. I mean, it had smoke that would come out while it was flying. It was that yeah, was cool, man. Could you, was, could you carry little little things with it? Did it have a hook on it? Oh, I don't remember. Probably, oh. um, but it was it was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. You know, I saw the they had RC airplanes and stuff, but that helicopter, man, that was that was a cool looking toy. Um, so that was one. And then the second toy I wanted real bad. Uh, I had watched it on Bozo buckets on the Bozo Sunday circus. Bozo. I like Bozo. Do you remember Bozo? Yeah, I do. Okay. So people, I'd play the games in my living room. People from Oregon probably don't understand the Bozo show. I don't don't know. Um, but Bozo, the clown man, he had the Bozo buckets at the end of the show. We should play that game on this show. We should. Bozo buckets was always at the end of the circus. It was, one of the coolest things, they always had Matt's chocolate chip cookies was the first bucket. Well, one of the buckets they always had was the Marshall Brody 100 and something magic kit. Ooh, magician. Marshall Brody magic kit. And they had it in the serious wish book. And I circled that sucker <laughs> and I put five on it. I wanted that magic kit. I wanted to be a magician like Marshall Brody, even though I had no idea who Marshall Brody was. But it was on Bozo's Sunday Circus, so it had to be important. Christmas came went downstairs. I hadn't looked. I didn't know what I had gotten. 
um, because my parents knew that I was going to look and they they had severe consequences if I looked at my presence. So mm-hmm. I knew better than to, to go look. Um, but I go downstairs and there's some boxes that I think, man, this could be this could be the right size. We had a rule in our family when we did Christmas that you know that, that we go in order when we open and we only open one gift at a time. See, that's where I was about the only child. There was no order. Yeah. That, so I had two siblings and I'm a parent. So uh, usually it went by age. So my dad would do it in years where I was really excited. He'd make it so that my mom went first, then him, then my sister, then me. So I could be near the back of the end of the line on that. And so I start opening and I open my first box, open all the, get through the line, open, 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 get to the last one. Neither one of the gifts. I was crushed. I was absolutely destroyed. Them? I didn't get either one of them. I could not believe that my parents would not buy me the RC <laughs> RC helicopter and Marshall Brody magician's kit. Now being a parent and being an adult, I look back on that and I'm like, I think the Marshall Brody kit was like 200 bucks. The RC <laughs> air helicopter thing was probably like 300. Okay, I can see why my parents yep. didn't want to spend yep. that. I mean, because this was back in the '90s, so my wow, parents so were really, like, <laughs> my parents were like, not wealthy, so I can see why they didn't spend you know five hundred dollars on me. Right, but at the time, it was not not something I was excited about. Yeah, hope so, disappointment. Hope, hoping some of those gifts are are crushing when they don't come through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it is the season for hope. It's a season for us to to look at that and, and, uh, and just be grateful and thankful for everything. Oh man. But sometimes you get moments like that in life and, and, and there's this letdown with hope because it doesn't go quite the way you think it should go. Right. And, um, I don't know. Um, all of us have price stories at Christmas where it didn't quite go the way we thought it would go. Um, one, uh, one, one, one Christmas we had, uh, we had w- gifts for my grandfather was, um, uh, tradition was chocolate covered Marchino cherries. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the little boxes and there's like, I don't know. My like, dad loved those. Oh man. You'd like down those. They just like, they melt just looking at them. Right. They're gross. Oh, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. So one year we got those for, uh, for my, my grandfather. I was like my gift, right? It was my gift. And I was, you didn't pay for it though. Did I, you? No, of course not. <laughs> Mom and dad always paid for it. Right. Um, which, yeah, that's a whole different... That, that's a whole podcast right there. I always loved the, uh, hey, open my gift, open my yeah. gift. Yeah, uh, I didn't actually yeah, pay I didn't, for it. I didn't, I didn't actually it. get it for you, yeah, but, I, well, my but young, it has my name on it, so my, open it up. My youngest son, he goes, he goes oh, open it, open it. Oh, I, I didn't buy it. It's like, no, you're not but supposed to tell him but that. He's, but he's excited that it has his name as exactly. the giver. Exactly. He said, I, I didn't buy anything, but oh, open my gift. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I don't know when that stops. But anyway, so, so we give Grappa these cherries, and... Uh, and they were like all hard and dried. Oh no! Oh man! Not only was my hope crushed that he'd be happy, but it was like it, it was embarrassing that and I even I don't know how old I was. I was probably 10, 11, maybe twelve years old. Um, where it's like I was at the age where I, I was so wanting to just please, right? And it, it didn't please. I mean, I'm sure he, oh, you know, it was all good, but right. I knew the truth. You know, sometimes hope. I think people kind of lie about right, and you look at hope and go like. Yeah, I, can, I was hopeful you'd like it, but I can tell you're lying. So what I they do, they re-gift it, right? I remember I crushed my grandmother's hopes, or gr- crushed her spirit, maybe, is a better way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> she, I, I, To this day, my parents and I still don't understand why my grandmother thought this was a great gift, or my grandfather, for that matter. 
she bought me these knives that had like the boxes were all ornate and they had like wolves and how old were you? I mean, elementary age. I don't know. She's buying you knives? Third, fourth, fifth grade, something like that. And these are like serious knives. Switchblade, not switchblade, but um, whatever the ones, pocket knives. And uh, she bought me like six of them. And my dad's like, uh, uh, um, yeah, you're going to give those to me. I'm going to hold those for you. Well, that's, those are the worst. But I mean, I, like when I open them, I'm like, what am I going to do with these? Like, I mean, as a kid, as a boy, you're going to, you know, use them to probably cut yourself. But I mean, I was like, these aren't even fun knives. Like this is not even a Swiss <laughs> army knife or something. And, and my, my grandma could see on my face, like the disappointment that it was not a gift that I really wanted. Um, because as a kid, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I was like, right. these are knives. What do, what do I do with a knife? I'm, I'm a kid. My dad doesn't even let me touch the knives in the drawer for, <laughs> for, for, for like food. <laughs> didn't go the way she wanted it to go. No. And my dad's like, you know, your grandmother should have asked us what to get you instead of just buying you knives. Well, what, what about those gifts that come with uh, the need for batteries? And there's no batteries on Christmas morning. My parents were real good about that. Ugh. Although my dad, my dad's kind of like me now, uh, or at least I'm like my dad. Maybe I don't intentionally buy my kids anything that makes noise. My mom is the one who buys stuff for my kids that make noise. So I get why my dad would. Oh, I forgot batteries. Nuts. Yeah. I was in the generation when we had those. Uh, I don't even remember what brand made them or whatever, but they were the big plastic, you know, fire engines, police cars or whatever. They'd have the three buttons on the side and they would make all kinds of noise. Mm -hmm. They always had batteries in them to start, right? My dad could not wait for the day when those batteries died because as soon as those batteries died, guess what was not getting a battery? Yep. <laughs> those those cars. Yep. Because my dad would get those for me and I would be like, <laughs> as soon as they don't work anymore, man, that stinks. Well, I always, guess it's broken. It was always a letdown for me because I'd open up a gift that need batteries and, and it wouldn't have either the right batteries or mom would say, oh, man, I didn't get batteries. And then those were the days where you want to go out the next day to return the gifts that mm -hmm. you didn't want. And you wait in these long return lines. That was that would crush your hope because it's like, it's not what you want. Go return it. And then you go and they're like all out. They're out, you know, they're out of stock. Um but then you had to wait in the same line to buy batteries. So it was just a lose-lose the day after Christmas. And sometimes it didn't go the way I wanted to. So I don't know. So, so I look at that. And I look at hope and go like, okay, what, what are some things with hope that maybe um, when it doesn't go your way, what do you, what do, you do? Where do you find hope? Well, and we look at the season that we're living in, right? And I, I kind of talked about this on Sunday, but our country, our people are at a place where there's a lot of hopelessness going around. Yeah. Um, you know, new series of lockdowns, the, the coronavirus spiking, um, you know, for some, the election didn't go the way that they wanted. Um, there's just a lot of things that have people upset. I mean, sports might disappear anytime now. Like <laughs> every team has more and more coronavirus cases popping up. And, um, I think actually right now the NFL has a, a mandate that, uh, between today and tomorrow, nobody's allowed in their facilities. They have to take two days off. Um, so I, I think hopelessness is something that we're seeing 
more and more prevalent than at any other yeah. time in my lifetime, for sure. Um, ironically, the economy is doing pretty well, which, I mean, that's just kind of weird, but <laughs> apparently hope doesn't come from money. Shocker. So where do we find hope? How do we find hope in a season that is yeah. hopeless? Yeah, you know, we look for it in a lot of different places, don't we? Um, you know, we, we look at it, um, I think we look at hope for hope in, in, in people. I think we look for hope in um, what fits our need. Um, and sometimes it's something that's hard to find. But we keep digging, it seems like. I, I look at people's lives and they just are digging, digging, digging for hope. And, uh, and they're looking in the wrong place. Um, they're looking um, in a dark time. They're looking in a darker hole. And, and I know what, for me, um, if I'm going to a dark place, um, I, I want to have, have some light. Um, because I know I'm going to probably go to a darker place. Um, and I guess I'm talking about when I go like out for even a walk just around my, we live in the country and I go out for a walk uh, around my own property. Even, um, you take a light. Um, I know I don't have to now. I don't have to now. Um, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, I'm paying for the light now. Um, that electric bill is going to come in huge. Um, but, but I don't see people even looking for a light. They're just looking for this thing called hope. And I don't think there's an understanding of what hope is um, because they don't have the understanding that the hope is Jesus. And especially at Christmas, um, you know, part of Advent, uh, we have this hope. And you did a great job on Sunday talking about hope. Um, there's risk. And, and there is risk with hope because you're trusting in this Jesus that maybe you know, maybe you don't know. But, but the risk factor in, in giving everything you have in order to get Everything you want. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't correlate with that with Christmas. In um, C.S. Lewis, I believe he said it in Mere Christianity that every human being has a God-shaped hole in their heart. And mm-hmm. um, when we look around our world, I, I talked about the statistic, uh, two in five adults in America as of June um, are struggling with uh, depression or mental health and or substance abuse in the United States. And it's up 20% over last year. Um I guess it's up a hundred percent from where it was last year, um, but you know, four, two out of five adults down or up from one of one of five adults last year. I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah, you know, forty percent of American adults are struggling with substance abuse and mental health, and that is because of this hopelessness. Um, you know, we try to find it in substances. We try to find it in even the Christmas season. Try to fill this Christmas season with, um, you know, stuff or things. And it's never going to fill that God-shaped hole in our heart. Yeah, I mean, you. I think I think this year people are decorating outside earlier this year, and we've seen people that never decorate outside. They are lit up. I mean, they have gone all out this year decorating. Um, they have more time. They have more, they have more time, <laughs> but but they're but there are they're searching for some kind of joy mm-hmm. and uh, and some kind of happiness and and they're and they're trying to be positive in a in a you know, a dark, a dark part of our world right now, uh, and our, and in our time. But, you know, one thing you talked about on Sunday was, uh, hope, uh, I think you put it as, as hope. One of your, one of your points was hope, um, gives purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we have right now, I think a lot of people looking for what's, what's the purpose? Mm-hmm. Cause we don't see purpose from our government. We don't see purpose in wherever side you land on, as far as mandates go, you don't see really any purpose in the mandates. You don't see any purpose in, um, Economy. You don't see any purpose in schools being closed. You don't see any purpose in um, 
our assisted living homes being pretty much on lockdown. Um, now, part of our culture sees a lot of purpose in all of that, but but really, people are are, are searching on whatever side of all that we are. Um, people are looking for this this sense of of, of purpose but they're afraid to take the risk on really believing in Christ. And, and so I want to encourage you today that are watching that, that as we come on Christmas, Jesus is the hope. Um, right. it, it, that's what the Christmas tree is, is, is all about. That's what the lights are all about. That's what Santa Claus is all about. Um, that's what Christ came for was to give us the hope. And the hope comes through the sacrifice on the cross. And we just can't lose sight of that. Um, it was, uh, so have you, do you have Netflix? Nope. Okay. I had it. Um, went to Hulu. I had it, and I still and have Disney. Hulu um, and ESPN, <laughs> but um, and uh, Amazon Prime. Man, you got them all. I'm just name dropping. Fubu, you know, or it, was, Fubo. It, was a, it was a package deal. Okay, <laughs> well, right. we we got uh, we got Netflix just for this month so that we can watch Christmas movies because Netflix usually has more Christmas movies than Hulu yep. or Amazon Prime, um, like Elf. Elf's on Netflix. Uh, is it? I don't know. Yeah, we can't get it on Hulu. Oh, well, I have the DVD, so it's okay. Hulu's cheap. Um, but Netflix has this uh, Christmas movie that they came out with a couple of years ago called The Christmas Chronicles. Yeah. Really good Christmas film. Uh, very well done. I mean, it was very good. Um, and so my family, we've watched it 2018, 2019, and we watched it this year already. Well, they actually came out with a second Christmas Chronicles uh, for this year. And so we watched that one for the first time this last weekend. And I found something interesting that I've not seen in a secular made movie in a long time. Um, so not to ruin the movie, but they go to the North pole. Uh, the kids do. And some of the kids do. And, um, they have the Christmas tree right in the middle of Santa's village. Right. And, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Well, I mean, just, you're gonna ruin you know, it for any, me. Any Christmas movie, they go to the North Pole. The Christmas tree is right in the okay. middle of town, right? And this Christmas tree at the top has a star, like every Christmas tree pretty much has, or an angel or something. Um, but you know the aurora borealis, borealis, the Northern Lights, whatever. Mm-hmm. So this star actually the star at the top of the Christmas tree actually makes this like force field around the North pole that's hidden by the, the Aurora Borealis. So you can't see it, but here's the interesting part. Again, this is a secular made movie. It's not a Christian movie, not made by Christians that I know of or anything like that. Um, certainly not with that intention. It's about Santa Claus, but first of all, they make the, the, they, they tell some of Santa's backstory and it's a lot of the backstory that we've already heard in different movies, but He's St. Nick, right? So they talk about him being a Catholic priest, Catholic bishop. The second part is that while there are elves, which are mythical creatures, the elves make this container, which is what we see as the star um, in the movie, that holds part of the light from Bethlehem's star. And they use that Mm. phrase, the entire movie, Bethlehem's star just a piece of Bethlehem star because the star was so bright. The star was so powerful. And I'm like, Hmm, even in a Christmas film, that's not about Jesus. Jesus makes an appearance because cool. everybody knows what the Bethlehem star is. It's Jesus's star. And that star is that powerful that it powers the entirety of Santa's village. It allows the magic as they call it of Christmas to actually happen. 
don't tell us the rest. But that's, I mean, that's just the, you'll, you'll find that out in the first five minutes of the movie. But that's a really cool thing. And I, I sat there and I told my wife, it's amazing that we've come to this point where people are so desperate for hope. They're so desperate for a message of, of, of hope that even in this Christmas Chronicles silly movie on Netflix that has had a lot of issues, a lot of controversy with the church recently with some of their choices of movies, this movie at this time couldn't be more needed because it really does talk about the power of Jesus. So what you need to do is you need to reach out and grab that power. And, and, and that's when you get the hope. Mm-hmm. So, so today, hey, we're glad you tuned in. We're glad you're here with us. And uh, thanks for being part of the Morning Burrito. And man, I hope that you'll grab a hold of, of Christ this Christmas. Don't look at what's underneath the tree, but look what's in your heart. Um, and maybe you'll, you'll be able to glimmer a little bit of, of Christ, uh, the hope uh, here at Christmas, because it'll rock your world. It'll change your life. It'll be a transformation like, like you wouldn't believe. So, Eric, why don't you tell our, our listeners and our viewers, what are we talking about next week? Next week. Well, you know, I thought we'd go back to a little bit, of, be a little bit mysterious about Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, Talk about uh, the. We talking about aliens at Christmas? Well, we could, we could, <laughs> we, we we could throw it in there. It could be part of it. I mean, they like the aliens. They, they talk. really did. They did. Um, but the mysteries surrounding Christmas. Um, um, there's there's some mystery to Christmas. Um, there's mystery to hope that we talk about. Sure. Um, we're gonna be talking about faith this Sunday. Uh, we're gonna be talking about joy the week after that. Um, and uh, it, but there's mystery to all of that. Um, but just like this movie. Um, you know, there's there's mystery to that Bethlehem star and that power. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about the mysteries surrounding Christmas because there's some myths out there that uh, we need to unpack. We and just see need if to, real. we just need to have a little fun with some of those those myths that separate are separate truth from fiction. Yeah, yeah. Because Hollywood has had a Ho- had a lot of fun with yeah. Christmas. And, and you know what, my my folks had funs fun with uh, you know some of those myths and and stuff too. So raising me believe in certain things that <laughs> I found out later weren't true, and it was crushing. I was. I was called out of the bathtub to watch Santa Claus fly through the air. I'll leave you hang on that story and tell you the rest later. But um, it was embarrassing. Well, now they have the they have the app and stuff, so we'll talk about that too. Oh, true, true. Well, so, thank you guys for being a part. And uh, remember, you can catch us um, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, um, Anchor.fm. I mean, there's all kinds of ways you can get a get a hold of our podcast audio wise um, we are available on youtube uh now so that's awesome yep uh, again not live but uh it will be there on youtube after the fact and then uh we're of course available on facebook at 10 a.m every tuesday and uh we look forward to uh, spending some time with you guys yeah and if you're wa- if you're listening or watching by spotify it does start a little bit late we've noticed so yeah it takes um, a it takes a minute to to set but with by the time we've started the show it should be it okay. should be there um, All right. shortly after. And if you're not part of a church, man, get part of a church. Celebrate Christmas no matter what, what state you're in, no matter what the lockdown or the mandates are. Do not miss the hope of Christmas uh, that you can find in Christ. Grab a hold of it. Jump in church. Be active. If not, Herm Naz, we're live 1030 Sunday mornings. Um, Always. Check it out. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good day.